0: welcome to the gridiron crew podcast an nfl podcast made in scotland by nfl lovers this is the review crew and i'm your host keith mcginty we are now available as a podcast to download however you access your favorite pods and we're also live across twitter youtube and twitch i'm delighted to see but after an incredible week of build-up by ourselves and all of the NFL network world, the Super Bowl lived up to the the expectations, the the dreams that we had for it. And it was an incredible match. To talk this wonderful match over with me, I've got two of the crew's finest guys. First up, I've got Stu taking a break from his work in Canada. Um, Stu, I appreciate you spending the time with us. Thanks very much for joining us. How are you?
1: I'm doing really well. I just had a, I just took my uh, my lunch a bit later today, so I'm sitting in the car with a Tim Hortons coffee. So you nice. guys are coming live from the, the the parking lot here or the car park, as you call it back in Scotland <laughs> over here. But yeah, no, I'm absolutely delighted to be here. It's a lovely day. The, the snow is all melting before it comes back tomorrow.
0: Oh, you get more? Any Timbits to go with to your coffee?
1: Uh, no, I do have not Timbits, but I have a. Vanilla dip donut here maybe, uh I'll, I'll have after this It's my post Post lunch snack Don't
0: let Pamela Fantastic. know <laughs> <laughs> Man after my own heart I'm a, I'm a sucker <laughs> for one of them Absolutely delicious right. uh, I've held it off long enough Ladies and gentlemen uh, It's now time for the big chief himself Of the crew The triumphant studs Studs Congratulations my friend We are absolutely delighted for you How are you feeling?
2: Cheers, man. I am still absolutely buzzing for last night. I'm probably a little bit more tender than I would like to be um, <laughs> due to, due to the several beverages that were consumed. But no, nah, I'm still absolutely buzzing. Um, I've come back home today, rewatched the rewatch the game again, um, just to kind of just to kind of take it all in. Really, it's just yes. I, and I've been I've been on Twitter most of the day, kind of taking in anything that I really can absorb for that from the celebrations, seeing Isaiah Pacheco sitting and enjoying the moment on the field with his mum, right. listening to Mitch Holtis, who just honestly I could listen to that man shout a uh, touchdown Kansas City all day. I could have it as my ring <laughs> <on. laughs> um, But I uh, just listened to wee bits like that and um, I as I say, just still absolutely buzzing after that. It was just, it was such a great game as well.
0: And last night, we all watched the, the start of the game, certainly, together. Um, we all met up in Glasgow in the afternoon, went to Buck's Bar for some fantastic chicken. Um, Studs, you missed yourself there. That was absolutely delicious there. <laughs> Highly recommend it. Hopefully, we'll get them to sponsors maybe in the future. We'll see. <laughs> um, it, was, uh, it was wonderful. And then we went to the Aliyah Casino um, because we touched such a big crowd of us there. That was one of the, the only places we could get to, to watch it. And it was decent. Decent venue, there was the, the big screen on, quite a large, large venue, so maybe the atmosphere wasn't kind of what you were maybe hoping for, a, a wee bit of a tighter place, but we made the most of it, we had a great time, the, uh, the crew all getting together, because many of us were spread out all over Scotland, so it was a great chance for us to, to get together, get a wee catch-up, and really enjoy some spectacular football. So, dude, what about yourself, what was your um, your view of the game, What would, what was your day like?
1: I, I mean, obviously I wasn't able to go over or back home to Scotland for this one, which no. was a shame Can't I I get the expenses th- The last two months I've been playing the lottery every week, like just hoping <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'd hit it big and uh, then I'd be using the money to fly back to watch the game with you guys Instead of going to the actual Super Bowl <laughs> But, you, you know, i mean, rather watch it with your mates anyway, we've discussed that uh, No, I, I ended up yesterday, it was uh, Pamela's birthday So we actually, we had a steak dinner Uh, which was lovely and I made her a pavlova Uh, because she loves pavlova so I used her Grand's recipe made that that went down really well and then we watched the game after we finished that so it was a it was a fantastic one because yeah I I mean I said it would be the over and we certainly got the over in terms of the points for it so Bookies were a bit out to lunch there with that. I thought they, I thought they went a bit low in the, the original score. I know they had their reasons, but uh, we were we were treated to a really good game, and obviously we'll get into that in a bit. But yeah, apart from that, what else did we have? We had with some more snacks as well. I never made my cauliflower wings. Uh, <laughs> after the steak, <laughs> it, was more, it was more chips and dips and stuff like that that we had as the the snacks for later on. And uh, Pamela particularly enjoyed the Rihanna halftime show.
0: Oh, oh, as well. Yes, we'll oh. definitely get to reread We will <laughs> later on. Um, it was it was wonderful. Happy birthday to Pamela. I hope she had a, a wonderful time. Um, we did ask in Box Bar for the cauliflower uh, wings. They don't sell them here, unfortunately. I'm <laughs> needing to <laughs> add them onto the the menu there. Hopefully, the next time we go, we'll get a wee chance to, to taste it. Or <laughs> whenever you're over, still, we'll just send you back. I'll make some. The, I'll, I'll, I'll make some for you. <laughs> <laughs> so as you were a wee bit later I'm coming to join us but um, how was your evening because um, we left it maybe a wee bit earlier than you did you stayed and watched the full game earlier how was it Bird? Yeah.
2: Uh, no, it, was, it was good it was cracking to be honest as I say the the Drinks were kind of flowing. there had a couple of Giants fans in front of us, and there was quite a kind of NFL sort of group in that sort of area of the casino. Yeah, um, so as soon as anybody was passing, and again, obviously, I'm sitting with my Chiefs jersey on, and they're, they're sitting talking, asking what I thought about certain things and how I thought the game was going to go. And um, it was just good to kind of get, get a bit of kind of interaction going. And as you see, the atmosphere kind of built up and built up. Um, as as the game went on and on, to be honest, and the, t- the tighter it got towards that end, that you could just again the atmosphere just kind of kept going and going, and people were getting more and more buzzing um, to how it was going. So I know it was good, Dilly. It was a good, good venue for it.
0: Yeah, um, plenty of uh, drinks were consumed, plenty of banter had. Um, it was a good atmosphere. The, the other tables that were there as well, I, I everybody really seemed to be out for a good time and. Just realise how just how big and uh, uh, an event it is, and how everybody is actually out to really enjoy it. It's kind of difference; they have not got the the proper rivalry that we get with our football here. It's that people are just out for a good time, and yeah, it was it was wonderful. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the next one already. <laughs> um, let's get into the actual the game then. Just prior to kick off, then uh, the we had the Sky Sports was it the Sky Sports commentary yep. that we had in ALEA. Um, and we saw the, the pageantry off it all, the flying off the flags, the the jets flying overhead. And the one of the, the seminal things when it comes to American sports was the playing off the national anthem before it. The stadium looked incredible. It was right, really good colours from all the fans who were there. It wasn't like um the sports of see here, here where there's keeping plenty of seats back for the the ones that pay that wee bit extra money, it looked like proper fans had actually made it in, and the atmosphere that they created prior to the match was just wonderful to see. The teams coming out, getting all hyped up for it. What did you make of the the national anthem and a kind of more slower, subdued version? Uh, let me see. It was by Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. Yeah. it
1: right.
0: was indeed. Got right. here. I mean. Yeah.
1: I'm not always the biggest. I, I live in Alberta, so this is a big country province. Like we have a lot of kind of country music in the prairies in Canada, yep. and huge crossover with the states. And that, um, I'm not the biggest country guy, but uh, Chris Stapleton, yep. was fantastic, and it was also I like the fact that he, I mean, for a few reasons, he was playing guitar, and I was going, you know what, smart. I would need to do that as well because that's how I stay in tune when I'm singing Because like, a lot of time the anthem's just a cappella kind of thing. So yeah. I thought it added a nice touch, like having him, you know, playing the guitar along with it. It gave it this kind of nice slow kind of bluesy. Mm-hmm. It was quite. I mean, obviously, it wasn't like the the West Houston anthem for back in '91 oh, nice. or whenever that was. I mean, that, if if you've not seen that, go check that out on YouTube because it's a yep. it's a barn burner of an anthem singing. Again, I'm not American, so I'm not really particularly into their anthem so much. But uh, yesterday, <laughs> I really enjoyed that one. Like, I I thought, you know what, this is it's understated, but performed. Immaculately. The guy's got some voice on him and uh, yeah, I just I like that kind of mellow, kind of bluesy country guitar he yeah, had going on, nice telecaster, lovely tone. You know that. So All I can appreciate that as a guitarist.
0: I don't know what I was expecting. I, I don't know much about Stapleton um and the type of music he plays, but I hadn't even looked to see who was doing the, the national anthem. But I, no, I thought it was quite good and nice, it, it kinda ties nice in with the arid oh, <laughs> terrific <laughs> outstanding beard. <laughs> It's like one of the, the ZZ Top guys had just went off his own, hadn't he? Yeah. Um, <laughs> first solo album. there's always been able, as a lazy guy. Um, it was really, really good. Um Just waiting. It kind of set the tone for it for uh, everybody to get the wee calm before the storm of the match, mm-hmm. and then the 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 hate that came um after it. We uh, could be the rendition in the in the casino as well, didn't we, stud? Just everybody was yeah. joining in. It's yeah. uh, it was awesome. yeah, it was good. <laughs> And and then you are quickly, quickly onto your big Chief tune as yeah. well. I, I must admit, I love that. That
2: is my favourite bit of the American National have when watching the Chiefs play. It's literally hearing the stadium go, and the home of the Chiefs! <laughs> it's, it's all the time, honestly, and that's what I was trying to say to Scott and Danny um, before the game kicked off. What, the Miami Super Bowl a few years back, Um where we beat the 49ers. It was literally, it was as if the game was an arrowhead. They were that loud at the end of the National Anthem. It's, it's ridiculous.
0: The game then kicked off with the, the, the tossing off the, the coin. Casey won and elected to defer to the second half. Do you think that was important for them going on to win the game, studs? I I think it was
2: bold, um, because I think I've been quite vocal in the fact of what the eagles have been able to do they've been able to build up big leads and then allow that defense to go hunting um mm-hmm. so for me i think it was a bold move by Andy reed putting the eagles out first because they have that's the for me that's where they've won most of their games they've got out to that big lead and then they've just controlled the game for there so um i think it was a bold move by Andy reed to be honest but it's something that I, I, I genuinely kind of think any time where we have took the ball first we're always quite happy to, I think Andy Reid's a fan of trying to have the ball last at the end of the second quarter get a touchdown and then get the get the touchdown at the start of the third quarter to try and kind of yeah. double up essentially so I think he is a big fan of that um, which is why I think we always seem to defer those kickoffs. offs uh, Butker
0: mm-hmm. kicked off for uh, 65 yards um It was a touchback. You were happy with that, Studs, is that right? Because your bet didn't get put through. My bet didn't get through. I was trying to get... Brian
2: had had convinced me that the NFL had... Made the ball heavier for kick off because they wanted the opening ball kick off for the Hall of Fame or something. And so it was going to be heavier. So it was it wouldn't it wouldn't be a touchback. The opening kick off in the Super Bowl is never a touchback unless that and the next thing. So I was trying. to I love it. on And
1: then as soon as it was a touchback, I was delighted. my it didn't get through. So, so Brian Brian tried to uh, try to be me with the, the old stats and say like, oh, it's never a touchback now opening kick off. So, yeah. Brian was going
2: full, full Stu.
1: Uh, B- Butker's Bunker, leg obviously did not care that the ball was heavier. He's just like, ah, this is getting blasted. Uh, he, I, somebody's I, not I,
0: been reading their, their scripts that have been uh, said to them. Um Don't get into that. What <laughs> um, did you make of the, 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 the first quarter then? Um, I think the first things I really remember was a uh, gain um Yeah. We made a couple Aye. of good runs and and Reid really sent them flying uh, with one of the first ones there. So I, I, I kind of set the the tone for the the match. I thought good opening for you guys, too. What did you think of the opening period?
1: I look. I mean, it's one of these things where like both teams looked good offensively throughout the game, but like Philadelphia, when the game started, I thought, oh, well, here we go. They've came to play. Right. Yep. Like Gainwell's rushing the ball well. They're just doing what Philadelphia have done all year. That O-line was doing exactly what we talked about all week in the run-up to the game. we were saying, oh, yep, their O-line's going to be key. Can the Kansas City defence get at them? And at first, it looked like the, the Philly O-line was going to just run the show. Um, mm-hmm. And they, they were doing a great job. Whether it. it was in uh, having Russian or you know Russian attack through Gainwell, um, interestingly, I noticed that Sanders just didn't really seem to get going. And I don't know if that's I I don't know if that's a hot hand thing, mm-hmm. or whether that's keeping for later on.
0: Boston Scott had a couple yeah. of drives. Uh, yeah, Boston Scott I mean. had a couple was... of drives in the first.
1: Yeah, because I never heard anything about Sanders being injured. Or, uh, just I, I thought it was—I get it because Gainwell's good, and I've been a fan of him for a little while, so
0: it's—I—I
1: yep. I understand him getting a lot of the runs, especially when he's going so well. I just thought it was interesting the Sanders was kind of left sitting for uh, most of the first part of the game there as well. But yeah, no, I thought Philly came at the gate fast, like on offense, and then uh, obviously it went to the the Chiefs after that. Like uh, they got the ball. So studs, I'll let you speak about that then about the first well, Chiefs drive. That.
0: Before that, we'll actually get the, the the first touchdown was for the, right. the Eagles. Yeah. Um, Cain uh, well up the the middle for four yards, um, with a touchdown. That replay showed that uh, his arm had actually, um, hit the ground just before the the line. Is if that right? Short, I'm trying um, to remember. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
2: He was down just before the crossing the line.
0: Yeah. But then, then the next play, of course, then he went up the middle hurts, from yep. the the. Yeah, it was one-yard line.
1: Yeah, Aye.
2: Uh, yeah H- was. H- that
0: was the first these three. Yeah, yeah. The first these three, No one they deserved. They started the game really, really well. Um, Chiefs defense didn't really get a hold of much at that point, studs. No, not not
2: at all. And I just kinda, coming back to the Miles Sanders uh, part. I'd. I'd noticed in the kind of first play, and I'm like, that's a fumble. Um, right off the bat. And I've I have had realised yeah. it was Miles Sanders. So I wonder if right. that was okay, really why. Was. Because like the very first play, he's fumbled it on the Trent McDuffie tackle. So I don't know if Serri right. maybe pulled him and, and mm-hmm. sat him because he's fumbled the first kind of, the first drive. Um, I mean the ball went out of bounds, so they didn't lose it at the end up, but yeah, yeah. Um,
1: okay, that,
2: that, was, yeah. that probably the only time our defence actually did get a hold of someone. Um on that drive, to be honest, was, mm-hmm. was the first play. Um, yeah. So other than that, we seem to let them have their wee ways.
1: I wonder if, because uh, there's always that kind of big thing about the first 15 or so plays being, you know, the scripted stuff. So I, I did wonder mm-hmm. if Kansas City, not so much they let them score, obviously, because they're still playing, but I wonder how much of the defensive play, calling at first was kind of more of a set-off and see. Well, I just kind of let's see what they do in each situation here, and then obviously your game script changes as it goes on, and then you you start kind of being able to kind of phase in. Okay, it looks like this is what they're trying to do in these situations, so we'll plan for that. So it's almost like I just let them sort of do what they want at first, because I, I kind of got that impression because the Kansas City you weren't doing what you did against us. because I mean, no. you, you didn't. You didn't kind of even really seem to be prodding the O-line as much as I just said the O-line was dominant they didn't even really seem to be prodding it that hard at first it was I will just let them do it and see what's gonna see how this is gonna factor in for later
0: they just then uh, bought the ball uh, after that there was a flag um maybe had a wee bit of hope at that point but it was I think it was offside from the offside defense there um and it was given as a touchdown. Of course, that was uh, declined. Chiefs did get the ball, and someone that you had spoke up loads before the actual game. Pacheco um, really from the outset was shown his worth to the team.
2: Aye, 100 percent. I was, I was big on Pacheco um, for this game, and I thought he was, I thought it was going to be key. Um, I think even Brian um, and part, we were talking about as well yesterday on the kind of on the live one that we did before the game. We we're talking about yep. kind of establishing the run and stuff like that and, that. and that that's kinda that was what we had to do. Um really um, and I Pacheco was just an absolute machine. Um it was unreal. I'm just, I am just I think I'd I'd kinda ideally want it to go for hundred, but it's seventy six yards from him uh, yesterday I'm looking at and obviously he got his score as well. Um he was just, it, it was superb and again that's thats a team that's probably one of the top three defensive lines in the league, um, if not the top defensive line in the league. And he was yeah. just sh- showing them absolutely no fear. Um, I think on our first drive as well you we were looking, the, the big plays were a couple of big passes coming in there for Kelsey. Him, mm-hmm. Who just seemed to get ridiculously wide home again, as he always seems to be. Yeah. <laughs> so a great catch, was... I
0: remember that was really, really quite low. Um, he managed to keep hold of it. Incredible athleticism for that. I, then, I think was that. I think that was you later remember? The was little, it was a It's a bit hazy. You'd be surprised. To, to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, saying, I think was that, the, that
1: was a bit further on the drive, or maybe in the next next drive is the, the big Kelsey yeah. Kelsey catch, but. but um, he,
0: Clearly, did have a, he, he did have a touchdown in the, the first quarter. Um, yes. And by he Holmes passed him um, it was a, a, from a shotgun formation. Passes deep right to Travis Kelsey for 18-yard touchdown. And I think that was what everybody that's been hoping for, is that it was going to go end-to-end. End, both teams yeah. were just going to start slugging it out. The, the main players were really just going to rise to the occasion and, and, and you could see from the opening exchanges that that's, that's how it was going to be. What did you make of that touchdown, to?
1: Oh, it was like classic Mahomes to Kelsey, kind of almost automatic. But not, you know, that doesn't take away anything from like the skill of the play and the play calling. That was great, but it was just like another moment of Mahomes' magic with Kelsey. And uh, I can say Mahomes' magic, and I've been calling for him to be MVP (laughs) all year, even as a Borough fan. And I'm definitely over the, the two week ago game. I know I keep saying that, but now I know for sure. Last night, there was no no sour grapes about the, the Bengals not being it. Well, I mean, maybe maybe after the first few minutes, there was no more sour grapes. Because as you say, it just got into this whole slugfest. But yeah, Kelsey, I don't know how he does it because he's a bloody big man to, mm-hmm. to you know be found wide open <laughs> so yeah. often. But he just, it was almost like, because um, he came inside, didn't he? And then jumped back, studs, if I remember yeah, yeah. right, like on the move. It was yeah. kind of like a cross in, then curl off. And when he did that, it drew the, the safety, get pulled I forget who it was, Get pulled out of position, and he went with the receiver. I can't remember if that was Moore or, or Tony that was over yeah. there, but he almost went to go cover him and it left this huge hole in the middle for Kelsey, who was getting tracked by a linebacker at this point who just had no chance of no chance of catching him, kind of thing off the line, and it was just a ball over the top to him and Kelsey grabs it and touchdown. So no, right. it was a fantastic move and well that that movement <laughs> in the, the can I just Doing that play to run in a certain way to pull the safety out of position that just opened the field up. Aye, it's it, we
2: were talking about it before the game. It's it's almost there's obviously every team in the league's trying to scheme in how how you stop Travis Kelsey. Have been for years, and it's just no one can seem to get a grip of him. It always seems to find these wee pockets and get open, um, and then obviously. You get to see that lovely, lovely dance moves in the end zone after he grabs that eighteen yarder. So, um, aye, that was that was nice to see. I think I was even dancing at the back of the at the back of the alley having that one with in as well. I was doing my best Travis Kelsey impression. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, before the end of the quarter, there was a doink studs. You want to talk us through that?
2: Aye, <laughs> Harrison Butkill, the guy. As I, said, I love Harrison, but he's been normally Mr. consistent for us when it comes to yep. kicking anything from fifty yards has always been automatic over the last few years, mm-hmm. except for this year. He's had his kicking mm-hmm. issues this year, big time. Um, so I is again you're you're looking at a, was it was it a forty two yarder or something to that effect? Um, I forty two yarder. Um, and you seen it hooting straight away, and as soon as that doinks, the first thing that comes into your mind is, "Is that going to cost us later?" Um, yeah, because the obviously the first quarter, both teams driven up the field, touchdown for Eagles, touchdown for Chiefs. We've managed to kind of sh- slow the Eagles down. We forced them into punt, and then we get the ball back, and we were moving it quite well. And mm-hmm. then obviously we kind of got got stuffed at the at the fairly kind of twenty four. Um, so, I uh, it was just with that doing, you're kind of you're wondering, right? Is this really going to hurt? us? what's going to ha- what's going to happen with their next drive? And again, their next drive, they went and they went and scored a touchdown from it. So, it did put us in a put us in the back foot, to be honest.
0: And that was the start of the the second quarter that the Eagles got their their second touchdown. So, can you mind much of this one? It was, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm
1: blanking on the second one. Hold on, it was AJ, yeah, AJ, Brown. AJ pass, Brown. Oh, yeah. right. It was AJ Brown when I was one Was it AJ Brown or was it the Gainwell? Kind of no, it was the AJ yeah. Brown pass. That was fantastic. I think I saw something like at the time the completion odds on that it was either 19 or 21 percent or some oh, chance wow. of him getting the ball in there because obviously, you know, Hertz is putting the ball up, throwing it into double coverage, and at that point, I would say. There was no, you know, that was at the point where I basically went, yeah, there's no evidence of Horst having any problems with his shoulder now at all, because, you know, that ball, I forget how many yards it, or how many air yards it travelled, but it's pretty bloody damn far kind of thing. And it landed exactly where it had to for A.G. Brown to be the man that kind of came out with it. So it was an incredible catch and uh, a great play. And at that point, I started to think, oh, here we go the Eagles are going to start pulling away now especially after the the doik because it just looked like they were starting to get momentum because there was no slowing them down or even when you thought you had slowed them down they're making plays to kind of keep going and then you have that huge play to AJ Brown and yeah, no, fantastic touchdown
0: Who was in the coverage for that one? Studs, was it Reid again? for the A.J. Brown one. Um, I, I was listening to a podcast earlier uh, on and it said... I know." um I It, it, it was... On you go, pal
2: Sorry, I was going to say, I don't think it was Reed I'm trying to think who it was. Um uh,
1: lads. I've, seen, was,
2: yeah. I've, I've, I've got a feeling it might have been Watson. Um, and I think I said it again, I've seen it last night. For me... He's in double coverage. As good as A.J. Brown is, your two, defend- your two coverage players have got to do better. Um, I yes. actually thought it was underthrown by Hertz. to be honest. I think yeah. Brown's mm-hmm. got to adjust and come back to it. And that, for me, that should then favour the defender even more. It should, yeah. Which is crazy. Do you know what I mean? So, um, I I think the two of them probably a bit of inexperience, maybe, on their part. Um, purely because, obviously, they're up against... Um, they're up against Brown um, on that one so they know he's a big physical specimen of that guy mm-hmm. they know he's going to come back and maybe bully them a wee bit, they just need they need to be stronger in that in that scenario
0: I heard today that AJ Brown, you know a great sportsman that he has, he was actually really really good at baseball as well so he, that adjustment that you mentioned where he actually had to turn and go a wee bit further to the outside to catch that ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. just showed you how well he was able to track the ball in flight. Um, it was as if he turned around that wee bit early, threw off the the coverage, and then he was able to make the adjustments. Yeah. And it looked as if he even had a wee bit of space before uh, the ball actually landed at him. Um yeah. a great great touchdown. Again, hearts just settling in. Uh, a really, really good throw. You talked about the people worried about the shoulder injuries. Didn't see anything like that at all in the open opening. Well, certainly half of the, the the game anyway that we'd seen it up to that point. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah, I mean Hertz overall, like he was. would he go three hundred and seven yards? Something I like want to say three hundred seven yards, twenty-seven completions, something like that. Won the game, and then obviously the rushing as well. Because I mean, you mentioned earlier Pacheco. He went for 76 yards. I think Hurts yeah. was the second highest rusher in the it game. He yeah. we went for 70 yards. And as Brian pointed out to us earlier on, today mm-hmm. we were having a brief chat before this call, um, that's the, the highest rushing total for a quarterback in a Super Bowl as well. So he was the second highest rusher on the day, but also the highest in history for a quarterback yeah. in a Super Bowl. So, I mean, is the guy, Grant the, the saying, guy had a day. So it's just it's one of those things. Like, uh, he had an absolute day as well.
0: So. As Grant would say, that will be until next year when Fields is there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, see what they do with their o line, because <laughs> I mean, again, take nothing away from um, so Fields, is playing behind something that's not quite as good as the Eagles' o line. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but the, the the Chiefs weren't down for long. Um, Hertz was uh, trying to run up the middle, um, but then dropped the fumbled the ball. So as I imagine, you would have been going absolutely mental at this point. As is it Nick Bolton picked the uh, up uh, and carried yeah. it. It was number thirty-two. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: so yeah, one of my, one of my
1: best, through, sorry. I was just going to say one of my best friends uh, here. He's a he's a big Chiefs fan. Yeah, he's a big guy actually. He's like six foot five. But um, so Ian, he has two signed. Nick Bolton jerseys at home, yeah. and uh, he was saying he's like, "Well, they've just went up in value even more." He's like, "Good, that's <laughs> the kid's now." Calling him, he's like, "That's the kid's college fund, like one, you know, one for each of the kids." <laughs> but I was like, "You're not going to sell those." He's like, "Ah, oh, you're right." <laughs> <laughs>
0: it was just that's thats the fairy tale stuff, that isn't it? That he'll right. be able to dine off that for the rest of his life. That'll get him into the the hall of fame as well. um Incredible bit of luck. Should Hearts have done better? And protecting the ball, he was going forward, or
1: it was a weird video, I thought, because it was almost more like he just lost grip of the ball like more than you know. I know know it was a strip sack, but it was like he, I don't know, he just seemed to kind of lose grip of it like more than you know. Just I don't know, like Bolton was right there. It was weird that he, he seemed less aware than he should of that situation, considering how well he rushed for the game.
0: Who was it who made the block with uh, one of the Eagles? Was, was desperately trying to get back to Bolton? <laughs> Some one of the, the chiefs just stood in front of him, get knocked flying about 45 yards in front of the, the guy. That was, was a great block to take, um, and certainly helped. It was uh,
1: like the ball. lap, yeah, studs gets, like, You know, it
0: could have I, mean, I, I never managed to catch who it was, but it was uh, that it's, it's hysterical to see that just take one for the team, absolutely go flying, okay. but you're not getting my guy. The I, Chief World Brody for that. it was. <laughs> <laughs> Chief were for that? Just now at this point in the game, they were just hanging in there, really, wasn't it? Um tell me was it after half time that um Mahomes had his wee scramble? No, it was just before halftime, wasn't just it? Just before Mahomes yeah, had his yeah. wee scramble. That was a big talking point I wanted to to bring up. He had his wee scramble. Um kind of went over and up gingerly is how I would describe it as he was going over to the the sidelines there. I I was I was feeling the worst. I don't know how much right. you've been feeling studs.
2: Oh, that was scary when you see him. He looked in a hellacious amount of pain on the sidelines when it when it cut to him. He, when you see him lumping um, as badly as he was right away, yes. I was like, ah. I'm obviously sat watching. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> was, was my first <laughs> expression. Um so I to see him kinda of got up in that fashion does does put the kinda of fear into you and then at that point you're thinking, right, probably gonna see Chad Haney um at, mm-hmm. at some point. Um and again, no disrespect to Haney anytime he's stepped in, he's he's done well, so um as I see it's as it what it is, but uh, fortunately able to get in the half time, um I think we gave up a Field goal, I think, in the last place, so we were down ten. Um, at that point, getting a half time, you obviously sat and watched Rihanna and got some ice, or some some Wilf- Russell Wilson, Wolverine blood into him, and uh, <laughs> ma- managed to kind of get yourself back out there. So, uh, it was it was certainly scary to see him go down in that fashion. Um, and I think even I think even from a neutral perspective, I think a lot of people would have been holding their breath if you I want to see Mahomes and Huts out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I know personally, like, the, the reaction I had straight away was just, oh, no, because Mahomes had been playing so well. Till that yeah. point as well, it was kind of a bit of a, uh, oh, no, here we go again. This this is going to be, like, this, the Niners situation. Earlier with Polde going down, and it's kind of like, here comes another injured quarterback, and it's going to, mm-hmm. it's such a key position in the game. Yeah. And I think, and, you know, no, no disrespect to Henny, because obviously he's won playoff games. In the park, yeah. or at least one I know he did yeah. the Browns Didn't he so, <laughs> so, um, And also I guess we should probably say Happy retirement To that man A Happy
2: retirement so, to him I yep, Two yep.
1: rings Two rings Goes out on top I mean didn't have to do anything In the, the Super Bowl <laughs> this year But like still the, the guy's had some career Like he's he's been around for a while And uh, you know Good for him But yeah personally At the time When I saw Mahomes on the sideline I thought Oh uh, this is that you're you know you're down by seven. It was going on ten at that point, and uh, I thought, oh, here we go. It's we're not going to see Mahomes after you know, or we're not going to see him again in the second half. It's going to probably be game over. It's now just a case of the Chiefs' defence trying to hold off the inevitable, and maybe we'll see some magic for Henny, but it's... the chances are probably low. Um, but yeah,
0: it's to say though. Um... Jalen Hurts did take it upon himself then to to get a, another touchdown there because he made that mistake I suppose he was yep. trying his best to, to make amends and they then got the extra point plus then a, a field goal to take a lead of 24-14 into the the halftime I think half time came at a good time for the Chiefs because of that injury to Mahomes who um, looked it looked quite pissed off at the side but he didn't look defeated, he will there was one shot that I remember that was going up and it was as if he was just rallying the troops he was keeping movement going in that ankle, he was showing yep. to the rest of his team that he's still part of this, he's still off it, they can still believe in him and he believes in them that's the sort of leader I just love watching Um, I, I've got to say I've, I've got to get in a wee bit of a soft spot not for the Chiefs but certainly for Mahomes after having the podcast we used this week Studs Um. I found a, a deeper appreciation for the guy's a, a incredible talent. And I don't think I'd really taken the time to watch it, much of him and seeing the odd to be sidearm throw and the, the bit of genius that he does. But to really appreciate what he does mm-hmm. in the big stage and the high pressure games, this past couple of weeks, I've really, really have it's opened my eyes to him. And I'm a bit late to the party that the guy's <laughs> Well,
1: I mean, luckily, lucky for you, Keith, he's uh, what you just Mahomes. Stud Twenty-seven, seven, I, think. I think. Aye, so I think we still have a a few more years of Mahomes at his peak. I mean, if he's even hit his peak. Yes. Yeah. So it's like we've got him. So obviously Brady's just retired, but we have him. We have uh, my boy Joe Burrow. Absolutely. Uh If we, would, I would say both of them have shown that in high pressure situations they can be yeah. ice cold and just do what they need yeah. to. Gerrit Carr there. as well. <laughs> well, yeah. We'll see where <laughs> Carr goes. Herbert's there. He's not quite. Herbert's not proved themselves in the high-pressure situations yet, but we'll uh, see if this year's been a learning experience for him. Um, Hurts, obviously, as well on the other side of the ball for this game, I thought was fantastic. And yes. again, I don't know if you saw him talking after the game, and we'll get to this, but I don't know if you saw him talking after the game and realise I'm jumping way ahead here, but uh, his, his talking to the, the media, um, I thought mm-hmm. he was, for a, someone who just lost, the biggest game of the year, he came across so well and he just, he talked a lot about this, about how this was a really educational experience and yeah. how he's going to take this and use this like moving forward and how he knows there was things that maybe didn't go as well as he wanted them to. And if you look at his whole career, the whole thing of being in college, being benched in a championship yeah. game, having to transfer to another school and then going on winning, like, you know, and then just uh, continuing and pushing into the, uh, the NFL. The same thing, not being the highest drafted quarterback in his class, but then eventually becoming the starter for the Eagles. It's like the guys got that same makeup in there, and it's it's good to see that with Brady and guys like uh, the Evil Big Ben going from the league now. Uh, Aaron Rodgers maybe on the way out. It's like the next batch of quarterbacks. There's a like, there's people coming that are flying the flag, and Mahomes is obviously yeah, the, the next generation. Certainly, he's already got two rings, and he's he's yeah. kind of flying the flag at the front of the queue already.
0: Um, what was it? I'd seen that um both him and uh Mahomes and Brady in the first six years of their career have been to three Super Bowls. So that's kind of standing them in good stead. Maybe we'll be able to top Brady's Hall of Rings that he gets. Um, <laughs> hopefully, that'd hopefully. be interesting. That'd be interesting. Um the thing we were all waiting though, uh, on was the halftime show uh with Rihanna this year. Um first time in six years, I believe she'd performed. Um as Grant said, she'd been busy and that time, though, and a massive wealth of fortune there and, um, and starting a family and having a couple of babies and as well. Like a, and
2: having some babies. Yep.
0: She was looking incredible and only a couple of months after having, uh, I think it was her second child, um, what a performance she put on. And I think the thing that, I, watching it, and um, I was very, very sleepy. I was struggling to stay awake for this bit and I'm glad I, I managed to do it. It was effortless for her. Um, the whole thing, her repertoire of songs that she's got all absolute bangers and the performance and all the dancers it was just a great spectacle to see I came home by that point to watch the rest of the game and um, my son my eight-year-old son the oldest boy was still up and then um, he was delighted that he got to sit up and watch the, the football we there so the three of us had a, a great time uh, ended up camping out down the stairs. It was brilliant. he get a couch, i get the other couch. Wonderful. Great times. Great uh, great fun. But it is. Um, really, really enjoyed the halftime show. Rihanna, I thought, was wonderful. Um, I loved everything about it from the performances of the dancers, the costumes that they had. Her just effortless performance. Um to the, the Super Mario stage um, Bonus level um, <laughs> <laughs> That she'd been Aye. going for as well Super Smash Brothers uh, kind of thing, I, see, I saw a few games of that
1: one line And I laughed It's
0: like her fake Bowser uh, and Kirby <laughs> <laughs> Nobody had um, uh, Who is it plays Peter Quill in uh, Guardians Nobody had him As the special guest pop out at one point As the new Super Mario um, That would have, have been interesting to see <laughs> Uh, it was good. enjoyed it. Did you Did, you, did you make it uh, studs? Was every day too busy uh, having a wee blether at that point? Or were they transfixed by the, the awesomeness that was really? I think what once halftime happened, it was kind of everybody started kind of
2: blethering away and stuff like that. But as soon as Rihanna came on, it kind of quietened down again, because I think everybody was yeah. just keen to kind of see what, what it was going to be like. Because um, we've certainly seen some interesting halftime shows, um, yeah. to say the least. And again... And then last year's one with um Doctor Dre and the whole crew that had amassed for oh, last God. year's was I... was uh, <laughs> gonna be a big one to live up to. But I listen, I think we stepped in, she done well. Um as I say I I, listen, I enjoyed it. It's, again it was, I I no, I've not really got much, it, just, it was mm-hmm. weird how it quietened back down again. If just to kind of see Rihanna coming back on, you thought the you were thinking what the teams are coming back, it's so everybody's kind of right like, sitting in
0: there,
2: last Sure, Yeah, Hi, it's Rihanna, yeah, just
0: demands was... that respect. That's what it is. Stu, yeah, did 100%. you enjoy it?
1: Oh, no, I, I loved it, uh, Keith. Also, I noticed you said that um, it's not too long after the the birth of our, our kids. I take it. You, you saw the announcement after it They, they actually tried to do a it And they screwed The cameraman cut away too soon Because um, the special guest that she had on stage Was the fact that she's pregnant So it was a baby she that. did She did a whole I thing thought with, she looked, Like her bump but the camera th- Bumped away So uh, I, her I, her see, I thought she right. looked pregnant I thought I'd heard something She announced today it after, that. The, after the After the halftime show Like uh, she posted on Instagram maggie. Like she's actually pregnant So because There was some people I saw some people complaining online Going like Oh, she was too stationary During the thing And I'm like, she's bloody pregnant <laughs> the fact that she's up there Like on platforms That are moving everywhere And you, know, you can see them a bit wobbly I was happy from a health and safety standpoint And uh, Grant and the group will be as well To see that they were all tethered off you know, i seen that. Everybody that was up that So good health and safety But no, I thought the Grant would not be happy
0: though Grant would not have been happy if She had headphones in they, that doesn't right. happen at his work yes, no to everyone yes but no, headphones
1: no headphones. No, no she's probably <laughs> also on the ranking of the ranki- the shoes to be up on the roof <laughs> as well actually if you think about it but no in terms of the, the staging and the shots are our, our order of songs uh, I was saying to Pablo because I mean I, I can't say I'm actually the biggest Rihanna fan but not yeah. through no like no it's just not really my kind of music i was say to so like I actually recognise way more of these songs than i thought because i know umbrella <laughs> yeah. and um thingy uh what's it called the diamonds one that she ended with that i thought was yeah. that was spectacular that whole yeah. thing with all the lights and the yeah. flash bulbs and like her Wonderful. lifted away way up um but yeah you're right like, in terms of vocals i never know completely effortless like uh, yeah. i know maybe some of it was pre-recorded but i don't think it was all yeah. that. I know they do that at the Super Bowl, and I'm never going to, you know, fault someone for that. But she was great, and the fact that she did that whilst pregnant, even more impressive. I think so. Hats off I'm to Diana.
0: I'm glad I threw that out there Because I didn't realise it And I thought it at the time She looked as if she still had a bump I thought they were just saying Good
1: for you for not saying I'd anything At <laughs> the time
0: Listen, that's, that's not my place to Carry it up or baby or something.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would have given her a seat It, it didn't matter if, if it was on a bus I Would I give her a seat Pregnant or not I would just I was going to say The one thing I would have added To that show Though
1: um, Just referencing last year's Super Bowl See mm-hmm. if they'd had 50 cents Hanging
0: for one of the platforms Upside down <laughs> that, would have, that would have brought the house down I probably would have I I was wanting Peter um The the guy that plays Peter Parker um To oh, oh,
2: what's his name? <laughs> Toby McGuire What what what, what <laughs> one no. like Andrew that, like. Garfield or Tom yeah. Holland yeah, All
0: three Tom Holland. I was wanting Tom <laughs> Holland to come out in his uh, Rihanna umbrella costume that he did for the The The, the Sing off that he did with his girlfriend. Did you see that one? He dressed, oh, up aye, aye, it. Aye, that'd be oh fun. that would have been fantastic. Yeah, that. was, a, that was <laughs> that
1: the
0: one I was wearing. The... <laughs> <laughs> right, yep, I, I'm right. stalling because I, I'm gonna have to admit defeat here. I struggled after the half time uh, to remember much of what happened. I've seen we clips of it, incredible ending to the, the game. But I'm needing you guys to carry me forward here. What happened um, then in the, the third quarter? So we're starting off 24-14 to the the Eagles, and it's the Chiefs that get the first touchdown there. Um, Pacheco, yeah. uh, for one yard, punches it in for a touchdown. How did the play develop? How did your team get up the park, their studs, to, to get to such a commanded position?
2: It, it was a lot of... A lot, of, a lot of the run game, um, again, hmm. it was it was Pacheco was kind of dri- driving us up there, you had little bits of McKinnon thrown in, mm-hmm. and then, obviously, Holmes had a couple, of, a couple of big passes as well, um, Kelsey, Kelsey was kind of in there, um, Sky Moore was starting Mare. to get yep. involved, I was Watson,
1: appeared
2: in that one. Mm-hmm. Aye, and you had Watson as well, Watson was um, kind of coming into the game as well, he he made a couple of big catches in this in this game as a whole, I think more so in the second half. Um so I it was it was like kind of mixture of everything. Um and I think it was more we certainly started running the ball early in that drive um, possibly to protect Mahomes a little bit. Um just to kind of give him some time to kind of get some movement back in into the ankle because obviously he's he's sitting about. Um, for quite a bit yeah. longer, with it being the Super Bowl halftime. So, um, but uh, it was it was good to see, obviously, Pacheco getting to kind of finish that drive off for us. Um, what wasn't probably so good to see was seeing Pat Mahomes scramble, um, because as soon as he starts scrambling, you know that he could take a hat. So, he um, it, it did scramble. He scrambled, I think, for some like 15 yards, I think, in this yep. drive as well. Um, but that was second half was when he was starting to kind of do more of that. Um so it, obviously his ankle was fine, he knows his own limits and stuff like that. So he, he started to scramble and get get involved in the act himself. Um and then Pacheco just really just punching it in for the one yard line. Um so I know it was it was a little bit of everything kind of mixed in. We were starting to kind of get more receivers involved. It wasn't just Kelsey um but the running game as well was kind of drove
1: us up there. Do you know what was interesting as well, just for a, a probability standpoint? See, up until the uh, the fumble for... Uh, this is something I remember reading reading after the game last night. Right before the fumble for Hurts, uh, the Eagles were sitting with a 71% chance of winning. And they still went in at half-time. It was over 60% chance of them winning because they had that 10-point lead. But then yeah. after that, uh, so then... We're going to be leading up to it actually, kind of where it dropped to 48% for the Eagles was the punt return. If you remember that, hi, Kadarius Stoney. That's coming, <laughs> Kadarius and the punt return, but I guess that's coming up in a little bit here. But yeah, that, that drive, I think that really showed, because uh, we were talking about it a bit in the group chat as well. After the second half, when you could see Mahomes was going, I made the comment of like, "Oh, he's clearly had all the painkillers on the ankle at, at halftime." But like, whatever work the you know the physio has been able to do with him, or the you know the medical team, they clearly strapped him up a bit tighter because I mean he still he didn't look as fluid as normal, and you could tell it was more he had straight line speed, but cutting yes. wise, he definitely looked like he was trying to use you know he was intentionally. Pushing off to either side with his good leg, can I Because yeah. it looked like when he was turning a bit, there was a little bit of a kind of. It was a little awkward, or more awkward than normal. But you know what? He's still so quick that he was able to kind of do that. So I was impressed to see that, and I thought, well, if he's making those runs, he's clearly confident enough that he knows he can. He knows he can push this, push this here, and that was a big takeaway for that drive for me it was just think, his ankle.
0: I think one yeah. thing that you also mentioned there was the the amount of time that the Eagles seem to have with the ball. Um, that must have been really, really tiring the, the, the Chiefs D. But they managed to hold them up and they forced the Eagles to go for a couple of um field goals to yeah. I think it was to take it up to 27-21 yeah. for their second field goal. <coughs> um that the amount of time that the Eagles actually had on the ball and what they were able to do with it, but the, the Chiefs to actually be able to hold them up one thing that I heard, and I can't find the exact amount of time that they had, but I think um, Mahomes only had roughly about 20 minutes on the. how was something like that, 20 minutes Tw- with the. 24 with minutes of possession. In yeah. 24, 24 minutes, minutes of possession. With a, a, a damaged, a hurt ankle, and he still managed to get his team 38 points in a high-pressured game, such as the Super Bowl. That's, that's that's next level stuff we're watching We're watching a guy that is going to be At the top of the, the game For a while that We're watching something really really special here And it was, I think we really, really need to appreciate that
1: Yeah I mean the other thing I would say That was interesting as well Just speaking of the scrambling and the rushing And um, you know what Mahomes was able to do mm-hmm. uh, the, the Kansas City O-line did very well uh, Too and that's got like both o lines I thought were actually fantastic in this yep. game. Um, but you know the Eagles' defense, obviously getting into this game, they were leading the, the league in the regular season with sacks, yep. and they mm-hmm. never managed to get any. They're, well, that was one of the key stats for me in this game was the zero zero sacks, zero sacks at all. But it wasn't for lack of them trying, or they were still getting pressure. But it was yep. just Mahomes, even with the busted ankle. Um, was able to you know he was able to elude and kind of get yeah. away and make plays or either yeah. dump the ball off quickly or make that get that scrambling run going and that was that was as much part of it as his O-line kind of giving him the protection too so it said I just you know it wasn't so much that the Eagles defense had a bad day or the sorry the red rushers and pass rushers had a bad day they were actually doing okay they were kind of getting mm-hmm. to where they had to be in the time that they needed to do it they just couldn't hit home Or hit (laughs) Mahomes, I guess.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I couldn't hit Mahomes because it was really, really good at extending the play and finding those wee bits of pockets of space. But there was also times where he was just going right at it. He wasn't keeping a hold of the ball very long to get those wee incremental yards up the park. I think I heard that the average amount of time there was round about two and a half seconds it had in the, the pocket. To be able to do what they've done... Yes,
1: That's
0: like Bengals thinking. time. <laughs> in the pocket <laughs> has to get the ball out in under two and a half seconds so. <laughs> right, Terrific stuff um, So going on to the end of the third quarter uh, 27-21 to the, the Eagles How are you feeling towards the end um, of that As you're approaching the start of the fourth quarter studs, were you thinking this is tough We could maybe tie the game here Maybe get a Oh, you're six points behind. How are you yeah, feeling at, million at million. that point? To to be honest, I think start to feel a bit good, quite good about
2: the team as a whole because obviously we've just held into a field goal yep. on that field goal run as well. We actually you hit another Nick Bolton fumble recovery. Um, I thought that was a touchdown. Touchdown. <laughs> um, I was touched. Um, I'll be honest. Yeah. My first instinct was that the the refs got it right, reversing it. Um, yeah. And I, I said it right away as soon as Bolton scooped up, I said, right, this is coming back. Um mm-hmm. so I, I was very much in the side that I didn't think it was. Um but the defence was starting to step up as well. Um as we said, obviously, first half were twenty no ten points behind. So we yep, I can't even remember now. Um but we hadn't <laughs> really shown any signs, at this point. Six points behind at this point. We hadn't really shown any signs of stopping them as such until this point here. And we'd held them to a field goal. Offense had looked good when they were last on, obviously getting the touchdown through Pacheco. We're getting the ball back in our hands again, um, and we're still in a manageable position. We're six points behind um, as we kind of go into it. So start, start to kind of feel good. You're getting to that time where you know Mahomes is going to have to step up again. Um, so I so start starting to feel good about it, and you were we were seeing some signs of life in the defence as well. So it was uh, aye, it, it was looking good for me at that point.
0: Have you overextended your lunch hour too long? Still, is that close <laughs> aye?
1: You? That's the uh...
0: the mountains coming for you.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the boss is sent at the search party. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, a,
1: it's a fire engine. So... <laughs> maybe my chief, maybe my uh, chief's fan Paul. <laughs> He's a fireman. <laughs>
0: Um then to the fourth quarter, he's got that touchdown. Um Holmes passed short to the right to Kadarius Tony for a five yard touchdown. Um Murdon must have been absolutely bealing that his hamstrings have managed to, <laughs> to hold up for that one. Um yeah. how did that go down for you in the in the room? Plenty Again, of Giants fans would have been bealing in front of us there.
2: I I don't think the Giants fans that's probably the one touchdown they didn't celebrate for the <laughs> Chiefs, to be honest. Um <laughs> But I, it was again. It was one of these. It was it was a weird kind of touchdown because it's just we'd we, we'd called the play, and then as soon as Mahomes looked, he's right. Tony was wide open. There was no, nobody I- within touching distance of him. Um, so, I mean, obviously, you give credit to Andy Reid and Eric P anyway because the, the play design has been has been created for that one specific factor um, yep. as well. And I'm trying to remember if this was the drive where they threw in a snow globe. Again, 'cause snow globe did definitely come out in the game um, and I can't remember if it was this one that that they'd brought there was definitely one air drives had snow globe in it um in mm-hmm. the third, in the fourth quarter um whether it was this one or maybe the next one, I'm not sure, but it right. was almost. A little bit of a pistache for Andy Reid could kind have of thrown that in there, I thought him <laughs> to be honest. But like, yeah, yeah, it was a bit it was a bit dodgy
1: because it's a Super Bowl and it's obviously a high pressure situation. So I thought a bit <laughs> like, mm, I know Andy Reid, this is funny, but maybe don't You're asking for it. That's tempting the football gods and sometimes you don't want to
2: do that. <laughs> yeah. But it was definitely just a sign of how good the offence was feeling about how they were playing at that to kind bring that out At uh, as you said, such a high pressure situation as the Super Bowl. I think ju- it was great to see, but it just showed how confident the offense was that they were they were moving the ball well by this point. Um the Eagles really didn't have an answer for them. Um and they weren't able to stop us. So I I th- the one thing that kinda struck me on this kind of drive was this is when Juju started to get involved as well. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. he he had a big, big part in this particular drive um, some important catches as well. Um, and there, yeah, so it was. It was good to kind of see Juju kind of make some plays and and getting involved because it it'd been relatively quiet I think until that point.
1: Yeah, what well, on Juju as well? I just want to say uh, hats off to him for that the game outfit. Like I, I can appreciate oh, a, man, a man wearing a kilt. <laughs> like has he, got some amount of abuse for it online, but I was I thought because essentially the. Not to get too political, but uh, I'll be very careful here, Keith. I see your eyes widening, <laughs> but not to get too political. But there's some people of a certain political cloth who at the moment get kind of angry about anything that's seen as, I don't know, non-masculine or, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. So I would love to see these guys that kind of were calling that a skirt online come over to scotland and talk to any guy wearing (laughs) a kilt over there but also go up to juju's face and say that because he's not (laughs) real. as well but to me i was going like he's wearing a kilt a pair of bloody big dot martin boots and you know essentially he's wearing like an army style shirt obviously kind of fashionable an army style shirt and essentially a black panther style hat as well i'm going the guy looked masculine as all heck (laughs) absolutely fantastic right Absolutely,
0: I've got two yeah. kilts. My mum made me me two kilts, absolutely love them. And it's my yeah, wee aye. boy's first communion this year, so we we're talking the other day about what he'd like to wear. And he's got, uh, nice. we said we'd like to wear the kilt, and he's just absolutely budget. Well, I wear my kilts over here as well,
1: so it's like it's great.
2: Like... Any excuse to wear the kilt, you know what I mean? And I'd, I'd seen Juju's outfit the day, um, and I was actually, uh, I'm obviously. Some of his some of his, uh, style has as questionable. Um, oh, wait, 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 with it. I mean, Against that. us, the one the one three <laughs> Bengals
1: game was a bit weird, but the uh,
2: Super Bowl outfit that was great. But. Aye, I thought he's I thought his kilt looked fantastic. Um, so I know hats off to him for for rocking up in the Scottish Mate. gear. We're to
0: back to that the again. That's very <laughs> very di- looks a wee bit uh, Black Panther, Nation Islam, Spring Summer, uh, twenty twenty three, doesn't it? Uh, you're not messing with him the boots really make it though uh, i was when you said kilt i wasn't sure about where the the height was of course everybody we have a scottish podcast um no if you if you got a kilt one it's good to be down to your knees when you're kneeling down that's that's aye. the correct layer. any higher lower it's just that's not rocking it that looks uh i that gets the gridiron crew seal of approval there jojo looking looking fine biggie
1: looking fine yeah um,
0: <laughs> good. I love them. Are doing fashion, fashion, and music, and everything in this show today. The <laughs> <theory. laughs> <laughs> uh, then, so the Eagles had taken a, a field goal, but then the uh, Tony had got his uh, touchdown. Touchdown. Yep. Yep. The Eagles just couldn't make any more breakthroughs. They had to punt no. the ball, and then Holmes went for a short pass to Sky Moore. Uh, for a four-yard touchdown.
2: that I'll was after I'd... that was after the Tony punt return, though. Um, on that one, this is this, Talk is, me where it. We'd, this is where we started to see our defense really step up. Yeah, got the Eagles into a third shot. I think it was third, and, third and three. Um, forced them off the field. Yep. Got the punt return, and um, Kadarius Tony was our... Uh, a return man on that one, um, and he returned that. was it, sixty something yards? sixty five yeah. yards. Sixty five um, yards. And it, it genuinely looked like he was going to go all the way. And see, when you what I will say to Keith is go and find that play and watch it because it is a, it's an excellent punt return for Kadarius story Yeah, but
0: picks it up on block, the thirtieth. He's surrounded by Eagles players. Starts off in the left, cuts back to the right. But the blocks that he's getting done in front of him there, all the way up to the 20 See, the 10, the blocks came and then dragged out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> See, I was right. I was going to say though no, I don't know if he was so much because I know he was it was a bad punt and he got the ball. Obviously his return is excellent, but I don't know if he was so much surrounded as quickly as he should have been. So I wonder if um, you know the the punt was maybe shanked because I don't know if maybe the 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 Eagles' special team was expecting the ball to go to the left or something there because they just didn't look set up right. So it gave to yeah, t- right. t- Tony so quick that Aye. he had that initial like bit of space just to get going. And as soon as he was going, it was kind of game over and the Chiefs had set up their blocking really well too from yeah. heading forward. But I wonder if it was just the, the punt was even worse than we all thought at the time and maybe it shanked to the wrong side. <laughs> because yes. the Eagles' defence Sheppard- Completely, oh,
0: no, we need to be over yeah. here now. <laughs> only passed uh, punted it for 38 yards to the, the Kansas City 30. So, like you say, you would be expected to go a wee bit further than that, give the a chance for the, the, the team to get up to make the, the tackle. But it was like they'd got to him and they were just like blocking off his next yep. move as opposed to just going and just, just covering them, not Aye. cementing them there. Um, but then I uh, just I'd, I'd seen it there, and then that move to go to the to the right. The Chiefs um, just Aye. made sure they surrounded them. Got so many blocks in it. It was an incredible play. Um, from there, you guys managed to bunch like, it in to get the the touchdown to take the lead for the first time in the game. Yeah, and that Plus, was uh, was Sky Moore. Sky Moore. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Who'd be, who'd been relatively quiet tonight. So he was a uh, I again, it was just it's one of these ones that has been schemed up perfectly and Sky Moore just appeared open at the back of the end zone and Mahomes yep. can just think it over to him. Um we'd obviously try we'd try taking a of punch it in with Pacheco, um, and then we'd had the incomplete pass before that. So I it was just a case of and um, a very well drawn up, um very well drawn up play be Andy Reid and the enemy again and Getting, I mean, Sky Sky Moore's rapid. So for him to get get that wide open was was superb. And obviously, Ricky getting me getting me touched down um,
1: was nice to see. Yeah, I'd I'd love to know uh, with Sky Moore as much as he was kind of quiet on the day, I'd love to know the the actual amount of yards that he ran during that game, especially mm-hmm. just the ones where when we, we, you went in like because um, the amount of times he was the guy in motion running across the line. Other than that, just to kinda of try and draw a defender somewhere and he was never the yeah. one that the ball was going to. Uh, or not never, but like you know, he was not always the guy that the ball was going to. But I just remember yeah. at one point watching the match going, God say, I'm knackered I'm just watching him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him and Aye, MBS see. they they really do Aye. put the, the shift in that that that's kind of an un, uh, like undervalued role that they do for the team to really drag the 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 Coverage about to, so that they can get the, the space for players like Kelsey and everybody else. And that, terrific work that they're, they're doing. Um, from there, um, the Eagles did make a, a strong reply there. It was Jalen Hurts with his, was that his third touchdown. Third, yeah, it was his third, yep. third
1: rushing, which again is a record, I think, for. A quarterback in a Super Bowl,
0: or it may even be a postseason. Uh, but yeah, three yeah. three touchdowns or three rushing touchdowns, and then yeah, the three, passing ones uh, as well. So seventy yards as well. It, it uh, ended up with incredible performance, and to be in the losing team and to have helped your team score thirty five points in the Super Bowl, that's going to leave a bit of a bad taste. That's going to be unfinished business for him. Um, I can really see him bouncing back next year and really make a concerted effort. Eh? To try and get back there again and write what he maybe perceived as a wrong, but when you're going up against um, Patrick Mahomes yeah. in the East, they can outscore you in a Super Bowl with that many points. It's pretty incredible.
2: Well, that that's the, the thing. Cool. I mean, you're looking at the looking at the Eagles' offense. They had 417 total yards. Jalen Hurts was responsible for like 370 of that on his own, whether it be yep. pa- from his passing and rushing. Um, so, I mean, Jalen Hurts literally did everything he possibly could in that game yesterday to, to get the victory. Um, so, I, and again, it's obviously something that MVP always seems to go to the winning team. Um, this is probably one of these ones where there's definitely an argument. And I think Brady against the Eagles a good few years ago when he, he threw for yeah. like 500 odd yards um, and still lost. You're looking at these guys going, What more MVP? Surely, surely, and again, obviously, I'm I'm delighted that Pat Mahomes got MVP, um, and I do think Mahomes had an excellent game. But uh, surely, it can't just be as black and white as the MVP's got to be on the winning team. There's got if if a guy's played like Hertz or Brady, as I mentioned in that Eagles Super Bowl, surely there's got to be a serious consideration.
1: Stud so see um, you know, from in hockey in the hockey world. So taking it way back to the eighties, the I think it was either the eighty six or the eighty seven Stanley Cup final. Um so, yeah, Philadelphia Flyers played the Oilers and the guy that was a goalie for them, Ron Hextall, uh he ended up winning the uh the Con Smythe. So that's basically the MVP yeah. of the playoffs mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um so at the NHL they do a best of seven. A series for the, the Stanley Cup, so the one against the Oilers, like it finished in six games, so the Oilers won four games to two. Um, so you think, okay, cool, yeah, they've got Wayne Gretzky and kind of guys like that, like best players ever played the game, and you know they didn't. Thing is, though, is like Ron Hackstill kept Philly, like they won two games because of him, and then in the other four, yeah. they weren't blown out because of him. Like he was the goaltender for Philly, yeah. so he was the guy that they made the MVP. But I think that's the only time that's happened in hockey. As well, but it's something that I think sometimes should happen more often in sports because sometimes you just have it that, like, yeah, there might be a, a better team who wins. Um, but maybe that guy, like, for because for me, apart f- maybe if the fumble didn't was the fumble the thing that maybe costs. Aye. Hurts, but I'm kind of like, but I put, I put, even with that fumble, the guy still put up seventy rushing yards. So Aye. he must have took a, that must have been a fumble for a loss or whatever. There, like I don't oh no, I mm-hmm.
2: guess Well, that was, retu- that was the fumble return. That was the fumble return for the touchdown. But Aye. even even after that, straight after that fumble, what I thought was really interesting for the Eagles was what was the first play they ran after it. A designed yeah. quarterback rush. They put the ball yeah, straight out of his
1: hands. Just go, yeah, yep.
2: go for it. Do you know what I mean? And it showed incredible faith in the guy. And, and again, I think that that probably right really so. his confidence bounce back. I rate it so. Yeah. Um,
0: okay. So, I What was the what was the controversial ending there, that, uh, James? <laughs> including James Bradbury? What well, what happened there? Talk me through it. Right.
1: Do you want me to go first or studs? Who do, who go do for you want go first. Okay. I'll go, go for first. So watching it, obviously, you know, we're in the last couple of minutes of this the Super Bowl and you have a play called and it's going to be a pass and Bradbury, was it Juju he was on? Yep. Yeah, so it's Juju he's on. Yeah, so Juju, motion, you know, so he runs, he starts running. Bradbury gets caught out with him moving to the side. So he reaches out, puts his hand on him, kind of tugs the shot. I mean, it's the slightest, barest little touch in the world. Ends up with a flag getting called. And this is essentially game over at this point, or maybe not game over because Walker can still miss, because at that point, um, you know, if there's no flag and it went for a completed touchdown, you know, you would have had about two minutes on the clock, essentially, so the Eagles would have been getting the ball back, they would have a chance to go down the field, they still had all their timeouts at this point, or maybe one left, but, anyhow, so... For me, I'm watching it and I know at the time I kind of sent a message to the group going, this is just like Logan Wilson last year when we were screwed by the refs, but <laughs> this one, though I'm going like, nah, it's different because you watch it, you see him, he does tug, whereas Wilson, it was just a, a hand round about and there was never any closing, pulling, yeah. pushing with his hand. It just happened to be put his arm around Cobb yeah. without really, you know, doing anything. Um, So in this case, yeah, it was a weak call But it was a flag I think the reason a lot of people were disappointed Was because of when it happened They go, oh, it's the Super Bowl, you have to let it go yes. At the same time to me, I say you know, It's more that if you're a referee You're probably going to have to call it Because <laughs> if you've seen Absolutely. it you know, Absolutely gonna be more Studs, you're a,
0: resident, you're a resident ref <laughs> um, You're totally impartial here, of course Yeah, did it, did yeah. It, Should that it? have been yeah. called <laughs>
2: See, to be honest, it's one of those ones that they could have probably left it based on the way the game had been going. There hadn't been many penalties um, in the game, so they could have p- possibly let it go. But what I actually find interesting was um, James Bradbury's comments, where yeah, he's quite clearly said he's that it, it,
0: it was a holding call. I tugged his jersey. I was hoping they would yeah. let it slide. That's from Bradbury himself. Do you know I, what I mean? So he set it to bread.
2: Yeah, hundred percent, and that—that's—that's that's the deciding factor for me. The player who has caused the foul has literally told you, "Look, I've done it. It. Was, me.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it
2: was me. I've done it. I was hoping to get away with it, and again, you're going. It might be one of the ones you maybe get away with." Six or seven times out of ten, do you know what I mean? But yeah. it's just been unfortunate timing in the game. <sighs> Eagles, it's... the pass went out the end, out the back of the end zone, so it was going to be going for a field goal. You were going to have the ball with probably about a minute and a half left, yeah. Um, after you do the kicks and stuff,
1: so it's still it had time out as well,
2: so it still, still had a chance. So that's kind of, I can understand where a lot of the frustrations coming from, um, but it is what it is. The players mm-hmm. admitted he's done it.
1: Yeah, what I will say as well though is, um, you know, from the other side of that too, there's a bit of, I don't know if that's on the defense, like the the DC. Can I just maybe given the defense a bit a call before it just being like, don't grab, even if it means that you're going to lose your guy here, because like I just said a minute ago, giving up a touchdown. In that situation, like a clean touchdown or not, because that was first down, wasn't it, Studs? Yeah, yeah. As well, that was, but, it was third, third and eight sorry, on, third, yeah. yeah sorry.
2: it was called at the fifteen.
1: Yeah, so instead, because if you give, sorry, that's what I meant, it's like if you give up a flag there, you're giving them a first down. Correct. So it's that thing of like, well, you're better to give up the touchdown there or just let them air it out kind of thing. Because it's like if he just tried to run with Juju, even if he was like a bit behind them and maybe Juju can make the catch, it's yes. like maybe you still hold them at the five yard line or something so they're not going to try and punch it in in fourth down they're going to kick the field goal so yeah. you go down or you give up the touchdown and it's the same thing it's like you're going to have a minute and a half to go up the field yeah. with the ball yeah. so it's like you still have a chance like you know you've been scoring earlier I know they'd slowed down a bit in the second half but they were scoring at well early in the game so mm-hmm. to me I think there was a bit of uh, situational awareness it was lacking too in that moment um, which might have cost
0: Philadelphia and, uh, you know, fair play to Bradbury for coming out and saying like, yeah, I grabbed this, I pulled it, so Yeah, that doesn't yeah. matter, bro. we've got seven months to fill,
1: there's probably a conspiracy <laughs> theories nah, to, to, to go I mean, with that I mean, if we want to get
0: into that, we can talk about there those other dodgy refereeing decisions as well Not, <laughs> um, dodgy. Listen, fine, not dodgy, we'll get to that myth You can get a full myth, podcast myth, on that
1: over the, the holidays, bud Just um, catch, where it's bobbling, <laughs>
0: and like, you know, the They <laughs> have, um Despite the Eagles having so much of the, the ball and so much time, um, the Chiefs were able to burn it down to what I think it was eleven seconds that were left when the yeah. Eagles got the, the the ball back after uh, Butker's successful field goal. Yeah, and the they play the, the main to do.
2: the main the main play on that one was the Jared McKinnon run at the start straight after the flag. He I mean, literally got the edge, and he could have ran straight in for the touchdown, and he sat down inbounds, um, so he could have got in there, and a uh, smart play from him, to did, be fair, just know what? more
1: clock. That was another thing where I went, it was kind of a lack of situational awareness by the defence, because I'm kind of like, you, need to, be, you need to be running, mm-hmm. but there was nobody really even that close, there was one guy kind of chasing him, but he wasn't actually close yeah. enough to... Cause as soon, this thing is like you need to be like letting them run, but be close enough that as soon as you see them starting to drop, grab them under the armpits and just like you know, laster. Yeah. Stuart McKinnon's no the biggest boy, or whatever. No. So like maybe you know, pick them up and just carry them into the end zone. Hi, <laughs> like, hi, get him out. Have it as well, but but, um,
0: you know. but could have got his kick. Eleven seconds to go. Don't really do anything with the first part. I think it was the then Hertz went for a a hail mary from. The Eagles' 30th, I think it makes it all the way up to the 20, uh, 20 yard line and the, the Chiefs' end, but there was uh, Just there a. Was the, aye, it went nowhere. There was no players near it and the game fizzled out. I think that's for such an exciting game and such a high scoring game. I think that it fizzled out at the end. There was no real drama at the end. Kind of. People were hoping for that after what's been a, as we've said often here. It's been an incredible year of the NFL. I think we were hoping for that last week twist at the end a wee bit of late drama, um, a Hail Mary into the hen- end zone, but it was just a far a reach for the Eagles at that point. But who's caring, studs? Eh?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Don't care where the ball dropped at the end of the day, as long as it didn't land in, an e- in an Eagles receivers' hands and he was able to get it. It was the celebrating
0: so. time, pal. How did, how did they get down? I hope you gave it a ma- almighty roar in the uh, Aaliyah uh, and make uh, the uh, security guards a wee bit anxious. I uh,
2: know. <laughs> I absolutely did. I let out a big, massive cheer as soon as that ball hit the ground. Um, I let out a big, massive cheer, and um, Brian had. Had rejoined us by that point, and he was um, he was cuddling in with us as well he, as I celebrated So, no, it was as I say, that was that was highlight of it. It was brilliant. just seeing that ball hit the ground, and then obviously the Giants fans were celebrating run right about us as well because the Eagles had lost, so they were mm-hmm. quite firm in, the, in their stance against the Eagles. And yeah. I, it, was, <laughs> it was it was good.
0: <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Can we start talking about a dynasty now? Uh, Wait, he still too, he's still too, too shy. Still, not quite. Not quite. No, th- do you not think th- that th- you're in a, a, a great position for next year to, to go uh, and do it all again?
2: hundred percent. We are in a great position And again, and I've, I've said that you're looking at the last five years, AFC Championship games, the last five years, three Super Bowls. We've won two of them. We're in an excellent position. We've got Mahomes is on it. He's got his contract. Um, you've got guys like obviously Pacheco setting up this year um, mm-hmm. be interesting to see what they do with the likes of like Juju for example um, we've got a lot of rookies yeah. in our, our defence as well so these guys are on the rookie contract. Um mm-hmm. so we've got them for kind of four, another four seasons as well roughly so uh, we're certainly very very well set up we'll just be interested to see what they do with the kind of, wide receiver room is where we need to kind of probably focus on. Um I wouldn't be adverse to Juju coming back if the deal was right. I think he's mm-hmm. he's done enough yeah, of a job I, for me to kind of bring him I back do,
1: I do wonder what Juju does like just purely because he's now got his ring. Mm-hmm. So I wonder yeah. if he goes looking for a... I mean you can't fault him for that. Like if he because you know obviously the Chiefs you do need to watch what you're doing like you are set up very well because you've got rookies that are very good and obviously just won the super bowl so they're still on those rookie contracts but Juju's probably going to want paid because I mean he Mm. he was on a fairly friendly contract for this year I mean if I'm him I would want paid too because you've only got one career and now he's got the ring like why not go to maybe a lesser team and that has a bit more cap space or available money and just but, get as much money as you can before you retire, because you know you've done it already. But maybe he wants, maybe he wants to stick around and win more. You know, some guys just want to win. So,
2: yeah, is um, it wait, is he twenty five or something? Yeah, he's still he's still really young, Juju. So, I know, but that's um, I'm
1: saying. I could see him maybe trying to go for the big contract right now, and then once that burns out, then he'll start doing, uh, for instance, what guys like Carlos and and that have done as well. Do you think you'll be back uh, next year? It,
2: Again, he's, he's an interesting one because I know me and you have kind of spoke kind of back and forth about Carlos Dunlap. And I think there's there's been times he's kind of really stepped in and made some big plays and I've seen a lot, of, it's kinda, I suppose it was kind of similar to Ingram when we brought him in yeah. last year and he came in at the right time and made some big plays for us. Um, so, I, I for me, again, it, it really depends on what kind of deal you, you're, he's looking for, first and foremost. Is um, it
1: he's not that young though so, yeah i was gonna say he's not that young though so i can't imagine he's gonna he's made a lot he's made quite a decent lack of money in his career already so for him that's what i'm saying i, I could see him taking less money yeah just to be around it again if you know what i mean to try and win another one like uh, whereas juju is sort of at that stage where i could see him being like no i want my big money now and then yeah because i've won one and then maybe i once I, once my three four year big contracts done then i'll start taking Friendly deals Just to go to right. Whether it's back to the Chiefs Or if they're still In the hunt Or like You know Off to the Bengals So I imagine if you Do you for the Bengals That'd be hilarious <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Or the Seahawks Would you know
0: oh. Tear, it up, <laughs> like tear it up Get us Ring number two Guaranteed then <laughs> yeah.
1: I will say though, For the Chiefs um, You know Obviously they're in a good spot The Eagles Are also In an equally good spot Because for a I know they have a bunch of guys That are going to like Free agency this year But the wide receiver room is great. Hots looks amazing. Um the defense is doing a great strong. job. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that team's built well, so there's no reason why they shouldn't at least be in the, the NFC Championship game again next year. We we'll see. I mean, model. say Maybe the Giants should kind of push them out of that. <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't see the Cowboys being strong enough. They, they've got... A lot of problems with money, you know. Or, or like they've got those same issues where Zeke and Pollard, and how are they going to keep yep. them going, keep that together? Their defense is really good, but I don't see the Eagles falling off that much next year. Uh, the Niners could be up there as well. Um, again, if they can keep a quarterback healthy. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <say, laughs> <aye. laughs> <laughs> and that being yeah, quarterback cheese. healthy. Yeah chief should be up there but then i don't know i do wonder if their path is a little harder than the eagles yeah, yeah, like we've we'll we'll got all summer long to, to
0: talk about and right. theorize that who's going to do Aye. well we'll get to we'll get to that tonight was all about an incredible football match an incredible end to an incredible season and uh and a win for the the big chief there uh How's the, the face? You, you must be aching for grinning all day. <laughs> Something I've ask you. How are the boys when uh, you got home the, this morning? <laughs> oh, I've had to get quite a funny story about that. So Aaron was sitting up watching the game. So he was messaging
2: me whilst I was in the casino. Um, right. Talking talk about, um, talk about the game and asking me if I'd seen this play and, and whatnot. So me and him were having a bit of back and forth. But yeah. when when the Chiefs had won, he's actually... Uh, what time we were about half four in the morning or something like that point mm-hmm. he's went upstairs and woke up his wee brother and woke up his mum to tell them that the chiefs won, <laughs> the chief's won. So <laughs> like, he literally went up the stairs and woke up the full house to tell them that the chiefs won
1: cool. he was so
2: excited oh, um, that's Brilliant. so i know he was absolutely buzzing um about it and it was i it was great as i say, it, and it's, Obviously, I'm gutted. I wasn't sitting with him watching it. Um, I'd obviously kind of chose to come out and take a seat over you boys this year and, and stuff. But ah, uh, uh, he was buzzing, so it was great to kind of see that and inter- have that interaction with him during the game, and and then hearing that, hearing the fact that he woke up the house. Mm-hmm. It, it, to be fair, he, he's done it. could kind I of done it at least went up and just said to them, "By the way, the Chiefs won," rather than me who would have screamed the place down and woke everyone up and <laughs> shouting. Aye. <All right. laughs>
0: Ah, uh, brilliant, mate. Delighted for you. Delighted for you. Um, as I said, that brings into uh, an incredible season for us, but we're not going to take the, the, the off season off ourselves. We will be back. We we'll have a wee break for a couple of weeks, maybe one or two pods a, a week. Um, And we're going to come back with some great ideas for you. Different pods. We'll be looking at the news that is going to be happening. We've we'll got the draft coming up. We'll be looking at our own teams, <clears throat> where we feel they're going. How they are developing over the summer. We're we'll looking to get more of you involved as well. Our crew is ever growing, and um, we'll be looking to try and get a crew member for each of the teams throughout the, the league. Um, so, if you would love to get involved, get in touch with us. You can send us a DM, send us an email, host at gridironcrew.com, and we'd love to hear from you. One wee thing I'd like to say, and it's been an incredible year. Is This is something that's affected me personally. I've I heard that from a couple of pals um, that are having a tough time just now and I think the football that we all love has been a great community and it's a great way for people to make friends, to make friends with a different um, liking to your, your pals that you've grown up with and can maybe be a wee bit more open with people. Just encourage everybody that listens to the podcast that the to look after one another, to talk to one another. If you're not feeling good about things, by all means, talk to to someone. Um, there is someone out there that will be love to listen and get any help that you you need. Um, but that's just that it's a wee buyout. It was something to hear from in a, a group chat that I got added to recently. Um, and just. Praying and hoping for the, the best for him mm-hmm. Um, look looking forward to speaking to him And hopefully getting him on the pod Whenever he's back feeling a wee bit healthier So um, I, that was just a wee, wee say thing for me Guys, thank you very much for, for helping us through this I think we're off a wee bit worse for wear After a, a, a <laughs> busy mean, I'm all right, <laughs> You're fine
1: I have got a vanilla
0: dip to get tore into the I, know, I know, I'll be <laughs> having that in a
1: minute I'll be feeling great <laughs> Now you get
0: back and check the report. <laughs> Stu, thank you very much for spending your your lunch time. If I could spend my lunch time with anyone, it certainly wouldn't be you guys for the crew. Why are you doing that, man? Well, I appreciate it's fantastic. It it's, it's better than sitting in the office, I'll say
1: that. I, mean, I, I like office, love my team that I work with and everyone as well. They're all great people. Uh, but no, no, I just, like you say, it's that kind of thing of just chatting with other people and... It's, it's good for your mental health. And also it's just yes. been good for me to stay in touch with a lot of the lads back home because obviously I'm Absolutely. seven hours away. So it's like time difference wise, which it's kind of that weird awkward thing of like at nighttime when I finish work, like say if I finish at five o'clock, it's already midnight. Yeah. So everybody's it's in nice. their bed during the week. So it's kind of hard <laughs> to keep up with family and in the long dark kind of winter months here, you can have things kind of come in and right run about you so being yeah. able to concentrate on something else outside the, the normal kind of bit of life it's a, it brings you a bit of joy uh, one thing I will say about Canada as well just to kind of get this in quick before we go did cool. any of you see the Dave Groh Crown Royal advert Wonderful. Super Bowl so I that's say that Crown Royal is a Canadian whiskey or like rye whiskey. And uh, so the Dave Grohl advert, if you've not seen it yet, they they reference a lot of great things that come out of Canada. But the very last point he makes is that, um, you know, America has Canada to thank for gridiron football as well. And uh, Mm -hmm. he's right, the very first game of gridiron, when they moved on for rugby and started changing the rules, it was at the University of Toronto back in 1861. So they, they modified rugby and started kind of coming up with the gridiron football that we know today. Um, so maybe that's something we can talk about this summer as the history wonderful. of the gridiron game.
0: Absolutely. Statistic of the season that one was. Yeah. There we go. Absolutely brilliant. <laughs> uh, Big Chief, congratulations. I hope you have a, a wonderful off-season and you get to, to make it up and it go all over again
2: fingers crossed mate, fingers crossed and um, it'll certainly be interesting next year as we spoke, as we will speak about and we have mentioned in here um, the AFC and, and the QBs that are in there are certainly going to make it interesting for us all next year
0: Magic, magic, well, I hope yous get pumped and the Seahawks win the lot <laughs> <laughs> I've been Keith McGinty and Battlefield of all the crew, I hope yous have a, a wonderful off season but stick with us as I said we will be hopefully helping you through those dark months in the next what seven months between now just those.
1: started snowing. <laughs> don't if That's, the, magical. The car, That's car magical. There you go, just as just as wrap go. it up. Snow's oh, back
0: on <laughs> I mind that. that happened at the end I uh episode the Dawson Creek once. That was magical. I Hey, <laughs> like
1: I'll not i just watch I'll be eating vanilla dip, not any ice cream. And if I drop that <laughs> vanilla dip down in the fruit well, I'll not be uh, bending <laughs> over a la Dawson's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Most ridiculous
0: screen depth in history, my book. And on that (laughs) bombshell. Thank you very much, guys. (laughs) Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Bye.